The following podcast contains naughty words. Things you wouldn't want your kids or your parents to hear. But frankly, we, we don't, don't give a shit. <laughs> Hi, this is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. And we're joining you with the Diesel Performance Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, special edition episode today, Danny. Pretty awesome. I'm excited, man. So, so we did a video with this one of the first time drive in a GMC Canyon with a 2.8 liter Duramax. Just a little baby Duramax and <laughs> you got a chance to drive it? Yeah, I got a chance to test drive Nick Pregnance of Calibrated Power. So he rode along with me. I got to feel it stock and feel it tuned and feel the trans tune. It was just, it was a really awesome experience. So we recorded the whole thing. And before we dive into that, I did just want to give a quick shout out to everybody that's been commenting on our iTunes page. So going into iTunes and rating us and leaving a comment, we really, really appreciate that, guys. Please keep it up. And also, please uh, follow us on our Diesel Performance Podcast on Facebook. We always post uh, the episodes on there as well. Absolutely. As well as the YouTube channel. So if you check out DuramaxTuner.com, you'll find their YouTube channel has all of our episodes posted there as well. So if you're in one place, maybe check out the other place and see what you've missed. Well, Paul, let's take them on a test drive. So let me uh, let me start this drive by, you know, I have been tinkering with this vehicle a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and put this thing back to stock for you. Perfect. So we got the stock trans tune in. We got the stock engine tune in. Tune one is now active. Enjoy that, Paul. That sounds boring, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say one thing that I noticed right away about this compared to the other kind of new small diesels out there is you can actually hear that it's a diesel. Yeah. In the yeah. cabin next to the truck. And not in a bad way where it's loud, but that Jeep Liberty was just silent. I mean, it sounded like a gasser. Yeah, the V series motors, you know, the V6 and the V8, um, they, they just don't have the same sound to them. I, I would liken this to the TDI. You know, you can you can tell that it's a diesel. It definitely has more clatter than a standard Duramax uh, V8. Uh, no doubt about it. Yeah. So just a couple of specs for, for those interested. You know, this is a, the replacement for the S10 um, or for the previous Colorado. Um, so it's not a half ton truck. It is a light lighter truck. It has a tow rating of 7,500 pounds, 7,700 pounds, somewhere thereabouts, depending on whether you're two or four wheel drive and what options you got, what, how long the box is. So it's got a pretty solid tow rating. Yeah, no kidding, especially for light duty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could put a car trailer behind this thing and right. no big deal. <laughs> um, 6L50 Trans, the 2.8 liter engine has been around for a long time internationally. This is kind of the first time it's been in the States, but uh, it's got a pretty long history and uh, more or less proven setup. I mean, there's there's nothing to it under the under the hood. It's yeah. I mean, <laughs> you got a lot of room under there. The, the wild thing here is that, I mean, the truck looks great from the outside and everything, but when you get in it and start to drive it, I definitely feel the need for the tune pretty much immediately. <laughs> I mean, it is. I feel like there's resistance in the pedal, and I'm never sure if that's like a new car thing where it just hasn't, you know, this, it's not broken. But I get that feeling every time I jump in an untuned it, diesel. It's like. Oh, <laughs> this is what it's like. This is what the this is how the rest of the world drives. I mean, it rolls on it. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I mean, as far as a, a new vehicle goes or a light duty truck, that I mean, we were talking about what 180 horsepower. Yeah. Y you know, Nothing you don't special. expect too much, right? right? Exactly. Don't get your hopes up. But yeah, we're gonna have to get out on some 
back roads here and see if we can give it a little more gas. Well, I mean, the 50 mile an hour wind gusts today probably aren't helping your situation. <laughs> so we do have some serious wind to contend with, but uh, yeah, I mean, pretty much right out of the get go, you notice that it's it's working for it, you know? Yeah. When, when I buy a diesel vehicle, I am looking for that torque curve. I am looking for something that will hold fifth and sixth gear and that I can kind of roll on the throttle. And I, you know, that's, if not, you know, why pay the premium? It's kind of my thought, like gas is cheap, you know? No, absolutely, especially nowadays. Um, I mean, well, it's summer, so I suppose we'll balance out a little bit closer here, but yeah, realistically, I mean, even the gassers, which I have driven a couple of these new gassers and they're, they're all pretty moderate out of the hole. It, like you said, it's more that roll on it. It's when I'm out and I'm using it. You yeah. know, I'm not doing a lot of stoplight to stoplight launches with something like this. It's more, I want to get up and get around somebody, you know, it's a commuter car the yeah. way I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's how a lot of guys are going to use these things. You know, they're, if what you're towing, you know, bass boat or a small car trailer, Corvette on it or Camaro on it or whatever is, is under that 7,700 pound limit and you really want good mileage and you don't care that you're not driving a full-size truck, I mean, I think this is a good fit. Yeah. Um, the mileage is strong. You know, I drove it back from St. Louis last week and got 28 miles to the gallon in it. Um, and that's without a tune, that's with nothing. You know, that's as delivered the first 300 miles, so. Oh, you made uh, it a whole 300 miles before tinkering with it. Good job. <laughs> Forgot to bring my software with. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing a 60 roll here and just kind of starting to give it some throttle. and. I mean, it gets up, it's uh, it's smooth, you know, again, yeah. outside of the, the wind gust, which really are pushing the truck around Yeah, here. you can see us kind of doing the head bob thing. That's, <laughs> that's the 50 mile an hour wind gust. All right. Fucking hell, it's really ripping out here. So some of the things that kind of struck me right away with with the calibration stuff, you know, I'm powertrain calibrator. It's what I go to right away. Right. I mean, it, it's a small truck, you know, I, there's a couple of other things about the truck that maybe we can get into, but as far as powertrain goes, you know, it, it shifts well, it's got decent lockup. Like you said, the power is smooth. It's not awe-inspiring by any means, but the power is smooth. Um, the thing that I kind of struck me was that I felt like GM's Cal kind of left something on the table with regard to, to how much they could stretch fuel mileage on this platform. Really? And let me go into that a little more, because I think, you know, a lot of the other manufacturers are using like a, a three-step shift pattern. So using an econ mode, a standard mode, and then a sport mode or a tow haul. Okay. Uh, GM on this platform only has the standard mode and the tow haul, and, and you can manually shift the truck too, which is which is neat. But I, I have very few people will do that, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> I think there's a lot to be let, to be said about, you know, taking advantage of the low end torque of this thing and letting it hold those higher gears. Even with the stock cal, it could stand to hold those higher gears a little bit longer before down before downshifting. And similarly, going into sixth gear. So if you're cruising at 50 miles an hour, or 60 or 55 miles an hour, and you're on like a two lane road, you know, like 176 or whatever, you know, we take into work. Yeah. Um, you put 20 miles on a truck every day doing that drive. 500 RPM makes a big difference in fuel economy. Yeah, and on, on this truck, it's almost six miles to the gallon. You, you go from 38 oh miles a gallon to 32, going from fifth or from sixth to fifth gear. And the way GM has the Cal set up, the truck is just, it's not willing to go into sixth gear in two lane. You know what I mean? You, really? you gotta be going 65. 
um, or thereabouts to get this thing to go into sixth. And maybe I'm a little bit off on the numbers, but it's it's a little bit faster than the normal driver would drive on a two lane. You know, right. you have to kind of get up to speed there. So that was one of the immediate openings I saw was, you know, they, they did not capitalize on this low <laughs> RPM stuff. The guys coming from newer Cummins um, would notice that right away, you know, that, that the six speed in the newer Cummins is very eager to get you upshifted and get you into high gear to get that mileage. And that's a big part of Cummins, uh, Ram's strategy if we're getting good mileage out of those new Cummins trucks. Yeah. I mean, I will say it's some of the immediate things I noticed from a driver's standpoint is with a little motor like this you, you we definitely are revving higher yeah um so you know it's you, i guess a lot of us are used to that kind of v8 life where if you're at 2500 rpm you're usually pretty much screaming you yeah know, you know you're working it. you're yeah. working it and whereas in here i mean it hits three grand just prior to a shift i'm assuming it's shifting like 27 2800 rpm yeah pretty 50 percent throttle pretty standard throttle input you're going to be in the mid twos i mean it's it's never really operating just at 2,000 RPM, just kind of lugging along. Right. Um, it's it's generally working in stock mode, and you know, along with that, the full throttle upshifts are at 3,500, so kind of lower than I thought they would be. Yeah. You know, Volkswagen revs their two liter out to you know 4,000, 4,200, depending on which mode you're in. Um, so I kind of expect a little bit higher shift point, and you can feel the torque fall off on this motor as you approach 3,500. You know, it's it feels stronger down low, and then as you rev out, it's just kind of like, oh, more RPM. <laughs> Not really more power like you're used to on a gas motor where you feel it really come to life up top. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in it now. I mean, not on the floor, but I'm in it now, and uh, yeah, yeah, it'll hold out to 3,500. But you're right. I mean, we're driving a safe speed. <laughs> I, I don't want to push it too far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, 75, hold up there, fella, hold up. But okay. yeah, for those guys, you know, looking to have a commuter car that get, or a commuter truck that gets great mileage, you know, parks nicely, you can maneuver this thing really easily. Um, something to be said about that kind of stuff, you know? Absolutely, I think we, we talk to so many guys nowadays, we get so much feedback from listeners nowadays about, I'm a daily driver, fuel mileage is a big deal. It, it seems like those two things are always gonna go hand in hand, yep. right? Yep. So anytime, you know, there's an opportunity, why not seize it, I guess, is my thought. Yep, for sure. Performance standpoint. Now, I, I'm sure this thing being, I can't see the mileage, of course, because it's a digital dash, but um, I'm sure it has less than, you know, 500, 600 miles on it right now. Yeah, 462. Any thoughts on whether or not other marketable or other aftermarket modifications are going to make a difference? Like, will you test an intake? Will you test anything else with it? As far as the newer diesel stuff goes, they are so finely calibrated that once you start changing that stuff, you, you start to throw off the amount of air that the engine's calculating it's using. You, you start to throw a wrench into the spokes of how, the, how well the emissions equipment works. Okay. And realistically, in my experience, GM has done a fine job sizing intakes, sizing exhausts. I don't think any other hard parts are really gonna be necessary um, as that first step. That's pretty awesome, though. I mean, yeah. to be honest with you, yeah. how many times with the older older trucks do we have guys spend, you know, eight hundred bucks, nine hundred bucks on bolt-ons with exhaust intake, silencer, sure. deleting sure. covers, yeah. and whatnot, things like that, where they don't, they're not really seeing huge benefits from it. it. I do think it helped a little bit um, on some of the older models, especially like an LV7 or an 06 Cummins. But yeah, the newer stuff, I I tend to agree with you that unless you're past a built transmission 
really not much point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can I can turn you up right now to a tune. Yeah, and that, let you that's know. actually. I, I found us a flat road. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and shoot back into town okay. here. So that's what I was hoping for. Is let's test the difference here. Uh, get down. I'd assume something like this probably responds. Yeah, you can really just well turn around, you know, here, and you'll get the picture. Um, so there's you know there's two modules on this thing. One is the engine control module, and the other is the transmission control module. And the transmission control module controls shift strategy, pressure, all that fun stuff. The engine controller, obviously power output, um, you know, everything engine related. So the tune that we have in the truck right now is, is strictly engine related. We do have transmission tuning, and I'll let you try that as well. But just so you can see what it's like with just the engine tuning. Um, and you, you don't really have to beat on the truck to feel the difference. You'll see what I'm saying. He said while I was driving his brand new truck. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, you can, you can play with it. Just don't beat on it, right? Yeah, I gotcha. All right. Wow. It's an immediate difference at 20% throttle input. Just rolling on it. Um, I turned a corner and just going straight here. I'm, it, it's a no question type of scenario where... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Before I said the, the the pedal felt laborsome, you know, like it, it was it had resistance. Now it feels like I tap it and it just goes. Wow, I like the truck now. Yeah, it's a lot more fun to drive, and you know, it's it's not a screamer with the tune. You know, it's it's okay. It's still not like a rocket. I mean, I'm not burning but tires or you know running but tents. I would say but it's a lot more pleasurable to drive. Yeah. Yeah. The immediate throttle response, I think, is the big thing for me as a driver. Yeah, you know, yeah. Having it, having it come to life when I get on it. Yeah, I mean, and notice not, that it's not downshifting. You know, right? You're yeah, just I was gonna say like, I'm not even up to 50% throttle, and I mean, it, it's walking away. That has a huge difference. Yeah, and that's just 30 horsepower. Really? So that's, I mean, you know, that's nothing crazy. Um, well within the constraints of the factory emission system, well within the torque limits of the transmission. This transmission is rated to 480 foot-pounds of torque. Um, GM uses it in a whole bunch of other applications, so it's it's a pretty proven unit. Yeah. Um, Which is nice. That was one thing I was surprised by, is that GM didn't try to go after that Dodge strategy of getting more into the 8-speed transmissions and smaller things like that. But I think we had talked a little bit about it. Maybe a little bit underpowered for that many gears. Yeah, yeah, I mean, maybe in a couple of years I could see him doing something like that, but I don't know. I I think this platform with just like a 307 gear in a tune yeah. would, would be a big a big improvement. Um, never had such a grin on your face driving a light I mean, truck, it's huh? just wild. Like, <laughs> you know, when we look at these trucks on, online or like this is the first one I've, I've got to check out in person that uh, was not a Colorado with a swap, right, for a 6.6. Yeah. Um, I kind of brushed it off as I'm like, ah, it's a quad cab short, short bed, right? Like light duty short bed. I do like the looks, but it just, it doesn't look like it's going to be a lot of fun to drive. Like I've had an S10 quad cab short bed, yes. right? Like they're, yes. they were awful. I mean, they were great little, they got you everywhere <laughs> you want to go, but they were no fun. Right. Um, I still just can't believe how quickly uh, it just changes, you know? Like Yeah. Yeah. What that difference is like. Yeah, and then I'll have you find another spot to, uh, you know, after we get through this light or whatever, pull off, we'll put the trans tune in. That only takes a couple minutes, and you can get the picture of what I'm saying, you know, how I think GM should have done the trans tune, awesome. taking advantage of that torque curve. And that was really the big 
eye opener for me was like, man, this it feels like a Cummins, you know, like it's <laughs> it's nice. You can you can use that turbocharger. <laughs> yeah, the difference in that first thirty percent, I really, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there is, but I guess I'm not. When do you ever really feel a big difference in the the wide open throttle portion of it, right? Like you got to get a pretty substantial bump in power to you know to feel that. Yeah, and, and it's there. You know, it's just. But again, I think for who we're talking about, the average person is buying one of these. Yeah, you're a commuter. You know, most of the time, yeah. I think I, I I don't see this being a weekend. Not toy a weekend truck. toy, probably. No, it's a it's a get me up to speed and get me through traffic and get me good mileage. You know, yeah. those are the. Okay, so I'll just have you turn it off and turn the key to the run position for me. And so this truck uses a T43 controller, which is a really common trans controller for GM. Yeah. They use it in all their six-speed stuff. So we've had a lot of time working with it in the Vortec market. Um, it's just nice that we're not starting with fresh, <laughs> EC, fresh ECM and TCM. Um, you know, that, that we got to a package that we know pretty well going into it and we know you know what levers to pull to get to get the desired results yeah absolutely i'd say a lot of the gas guys too they really love you know the way that they respond and the kind of shift changes that are able to be made in the trans tuning for those so. yeah yeah excited to feel it with some real power <laughs> all right turn the key off all right you're good to go i can't believe that many van waited for me. a little bit of learning the first time you change yeah. a trans so you feel a little bit of a, of a you know rougher shift on that four or five but you could feel immediately when you got into the second gear and get in the throttle you get torque converter clutch lock up now i mean not only that but i just is the shift shorter shifts are shorter it yeah. takes less time to actually get through a shift which if you notice right now you're at 1400 rpm instead of 1900 rpm yeah you know so you're you're saving fuel you can feel the motor working a little bit like it should. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, the distance it cruises as well. Like that's always one of the things that I think is really nice when you get into these is being able to slow down just naturally in the truck and yeah. being able to just let it cruise. And you can tell when you get on it like that. Yeah, I mean, this is a this is an option I would pay thirty five hundred dollars for. Right? Yeah, like I would pay for a diesel to get this difference in drivability. <laughs> this is this is worth it to me. So you know, now you have my tuning on top of the cost of your but, diesel option, but but it's fucking worth it, man. I mean, it, like, <laughs> it's pretty unquestionable. You know, when you actually get to to get in it and feel the difference yeah. between what it was, which like I said, it was, it's not like it was a terrible truck stock or anything like that. You know, they're not. They're not piles of dump, but uh level on it here. I 
that is fun. You're creeping up on 80 already. I mean, that's, that's plenty enough to merge, right? <laughs> oh, that is fun, though. That is just wild. It's funny how much that little change, you know what I mean? It, maybe it's not so much a little change, but it's not like you're taking a 180-horsepower truck and taking it to 300 horsepower. I mean, right. This is, this is well within the boundaries of what's possible. I would not hesitate to drive this thing to California tomorrow with that, my family. I think you know what I mean? That's the wild part, isn't it? Because we get to get in so many trucks that are that have high horsepower and make a thousand horsepower or make eight hundred horsepower, which is still pretty overkill for the street, right? Of course. But yes. um that seems to be the new norm in the industry. And I think this will be one of those platforms that, you know, a few years down the road I could see this getting really wild with these trucks. But for yeah. right now I mean I think three hundred is kind of the like the number that's in my head right now. Like if we can get to three hundred, <laughs> I'll be happy. And that means you know my customers will probably be happy at two twenty, two thirty. Right, right. But, uh, you know, they count on me for that. <laughs> now, is this a single tune on here? Is what are, what are the options? No, that's guys? the cool part. Is that we use a ACM that is available internationally already, so it has support that's been developed over the past years. Um, so we already have four position switchable tuning on the fly. So I'm, so I'm switching your tunes as you're driving. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, the, the 2011 Duramax guys don't even have that yet. And here you are, 2016 Canyon, and you got four position switchable tuning. The, uh, you know, the trans tune is one tune. It does not switch. But you do have your tow haul, which is a different shift pattern. Um, and, uh, yeah. unquestionable just unquestionably worth it i'm really excited to get a trailer behind the thing honestly <laughs> I, I think it'd be a lot of fun to pull you know maybe the apache on a car trailer just really kind of push the push the limits on the towing capacity and see how it handles it see if we can you know get that 15 16 miles to the gallon you know yeah <laughs> get, get good mileage and uh, wouldn't that be wild that would be a surprise if the sled poles showing up in a colorado or a canyon I think just being being able to get that type of mileage with the diesel while towing a truck, I think that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. I really do. I really feel like that's one of those that, you know, how many guys have a tow rig that they leave completely stock and then they they spend all the money on on the sled puller, spend all the Race money truck. on the drag queen. Yeah. yeah. You gotta have a little fun driving to right. and fro. You know. <laughs> Dallas Penn was on recently and he was talking about breaking down blew up the truck on the track and then broke down in the, the tow rig on the way home and it's just that's the worst it, that's know? the worst day uh, oh man yeah but this i mean that's what i'm saying though i mean for for what you end up spending to get into a nice tow rig i mean if you're talking about an lmm or an lml dually quad cab yeah you know and and all you're ever going to pull is your truck yeah yeah, I mean, then you have a truck that, you know, you're lucky to get high teens fuel mileage with. Right. You got a big truck payment. You got a big <laughs> truck. You know, it's hard to park. Wife doesn't want to drive it. I mean, there's a lot of uh, a lot of upside to something smaller. Yeah. All right, so, Nick, this was awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> this really was it. phenomenal. Like, first chance to drive one, got to drive it stock. Uh, that sluggish pedal, I think, is the biggest thing guys are going to talk about where... Yeah. Remember when LMLs came out and everybody talked about the dead pedal? Yeah, it was like 397 horsepower, but where the fuck is it? Right. Yeah. I feel like this will be in that kind of similar thought process where guys are going to get in it. They're going to love the fuel mileage. They're going to love 
kind of just everything. I mean, the look, the touch, everything in here is is great. Yeah, Jammed it's all awesome. New stuff, you know, redesigned, um, the latest and greatest. But like you said, we're we're powertrain power. guys, man. We got to have power. <laughs> we got to have the shifting. We got to have torque converter clutch lock up. Like I want to hear the turbo sing a little bit, and that's that's what this drive is about. It was it was powerful. It definitely was impactful as far as my consideration of these trucks. Um, thank you very much. Yeah, my pleasure, man. See you next time. Hey Paul, that was really neat that you had a chance to drive Nick's truck. It was pretty awesome he let you do that. But are you a believer of the 2.8? Man, no question. I'll tell you, Danny, when I first saw it, I didn't think there was much to it. It looked like just another little truck that was pretty boring. Uh, nice interior, you know, real flashy, but it did not seem like much. And I'll tell you what, stock, it actually felt like there was a spring under the pedal. So if you got one, man, the guys at the Diesel Performance Podcast say so you got to tune it. Got to tune it. Awesome feedback. Thanks, Paul. Not a problem. This has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Thanks for listening. The Diesel Performance Podcast is brought to you by Calibrated Power Solutions, home of DuramaxTuner.com, developer of performance engine and transmission calibrations for a wide variety of late model diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, John Deere, Jeep, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920.